everyone. It's Jessie Lynn back with the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. And folks, let me tell you, we have one of the baddest cats in town with us today on the podcast. She has been at the Josie Music Awards. That's actually how we met. But folks, let me tell you, she has worked with some of the absolute best in the business and has had the privilege of singing backup for artists such as Artemis Pyle, Leslie Hawkins, and Jojo Billingsley. By the way, those are three original members of Leonard Skinner, in case you didn't know. Fun fact. Y'all help me welcome Lee Newton to the podcast. How are you doing today, girl? I'm doing great, and I'm so happy that we are finally getting to do this, and um, it's just a pleasure. I have been looking forward to this interview for a long time. <laughs> yes, I know. It's like we tried to get all this together since December and everything has just been kind of nuts either with my schedule or yours. But, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer everything in due timing, right? Yes. And, and I, maybe this right here, this is the perfect timing for our interview to be heard. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and what an introduction too. Well, wow. hey, let That's- me tell you, you have one of probably the longest bios that I have to go sift through to actually, <laughs> I'm sitting here going, I feel a little inferior right now oh as, as I'm oh. going through this and I'm going, well, we have plenty to talk about. We could do three episodes just off the bio and that's just the career (laughs) i am telling you it's been it's been one heck of a ride that's for sure and on my bio i've got a beautiful ride because it it has been a beautiful ride and especially these last few years oh my gosh like it's just been um a godsend and godsend and beautiful songs to write and, and ways to record them and yeah wonderful people you know that an artist that I've gotten to work with I mean it has just been it's been wonderful and like you know yesterday I had a couple interviews yesterday and and the guy uh, bless his heart he, he he just I mean like literally we all we were talking so much that we didn't even get a cover most of it because I mean we do have so much to talk about yeah There's, I mean it's, it's hard to it is. cover it within a 30, 40 minute span. You know, you turn around, you're having such a good time and then, yeah. okay, it's time to stop. Well, I mean, just on your album, you know, Unleashed Alone, I mean, you have artists like Leona Williams, Pam Tillis, you know, Leroy Parnell, Mike <laughs> Rogers and Tim Watts. And I'm like, hello, that's a killer lineup to begin with. And then yeah. we won't even talk about, you know, who you've opened and performed with, you know, <laughs> like Randy Travis. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know. Oh, who is that? You know, Randy <laughs> Travis I know, and Ronnie Mills. I'm like, and then of course, a good friend, both of us, Ronnie McDowell. Uh, yes, I love Ronnie. And he was um, actually one of the first that I got besides the, when I, you know, went and done the stuff with the members of Skinner. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Ronnie McDowell, uh, I got to open for him two times. And the second time it was both of the times was on New Year's. Mm-hmm. And the second time I got to open for not only Ronnie McDowell, but Johnny Rodriguez, too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know? Just, you know, just two yeah. major legends, I mean, no biggie. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I'll tell you, Ronnie, he is so kind. Yes. And, you know, and, and I'll never forget his words that he said to me, you know, and he was like, you have learned your craft well. Yep. And you do it, you know, when he gave it, you know, and, and his son was like, he don't say it, not unless he means it. And he, right. you know, he just, he's just so genuine and uh, always been so kind to me. And, and like I said, I mean, like God has just kept on opening doors. Every time I turn around, my husband always laughs at me because he's like, honey, every day you're calling me. Guess what? Guess what happened? Guess yeah. what I'm getting ready to do? Guess who <laughs> called, you know? Yeah. And, but I just. I just, I love it so much. I, I just love being able to meet people and sing. And I know you feel the same way. I mean, oh, it's yeah. like, it's such a high that once it's in your system, I mean, it's, which has been in mine since I was a little girl, you just don't go away. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're so right. And to have, 
it, it is. Everything that we do in this business is such a blessing. And, and many people, unfortunately, don't get to see the behind the scenes um, work that goes into yeah. it. And that's really where the, the magic is, is actually in behind the scenes and mm-hmm. and getting to spend quality time with, you know, these artists. And, and that's what the cool part yeah. about it is. And, you know, you talked about, um, I, I kind of went fast forward, man, full gas pedal down to the I mean metal you know pedal to the metal whatever I was like let's go I it didn't even really lead us into how you got started but you talked about that briefly as as a child let's let's back the truck up here for a minute and and let's go back to you know how did it all start I mean I know you have I absolutely love on folks when you go look at her website you have to go read the cab driver's daughter okay and you talk about a heart string and and just a heart tug one of the best tributes that I have ever seen to a father, a family member. But yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to let you tell that story. Tell us how it all started. Yeah. And I'm already kind of teary eyed anyway, because I've been getting stuff together. You know, they did an interview yesterday and they're going to be doing a story on me. And so I was getting stuff together of my dad. And, and of course, you know, I get the one picture, you know, the, um, the I've had got a couple, but there's only one picture of him and I together. And there's one picture, another picture of the way I grew up. You know, I grew up a cab driver's daughter. Right. My mom was a recovering alcoholic. Um, she suffered from major depression afterwards. You know, she would have her highs and lows. She mm-hmm. was in the bedroom a lot. Uh, I, and I was spending for myself a lot. You know, my dad worked seven days a week, months upon months on end. Never really took a day off, um, but I would go and ride around with him in the summer, and that was my my escape. Right. And so my memories of my childhood was with my dad at the cab stand and him playing the guitar, and you know he just taught me the love of country music, and 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 he saw my interest in it, and he saw my interest of of just been able to talk to everybody and just because you know I'd ride around with them we'd be picking up everybody I mean we're picking everybody up from little drunks from places up, right. up to you know nurses from the hospital to you know I mean we, we I had I was around and exposed to so many people yeah. and so I've you know I've just never had a shy bone in my body and he noticed that he he and he you know he named me Brenda after Brenda Lee Mm-hmm. And he, he wanted, he's like, one day you're going to be on the stage of the Opry. And so, you know, I just held on to that dream so much, you know, and we grew up, I mean, I, I hardly had a lot, you know, and everybody has their own stories of what makes them who they are today. And, and mine, I mean, I sure remember, you know, not knowing if our power was going to be turned off from week to week, if we were going to get evicted. We had to move so many times. I mean, I, you know, we didn't have a lot of food a lot of the times. I remember being, you know, my little boy's age now, seven, running to the refrigerator and squirting ketchup in my mouth. And I, I tell that story just because I mean, a little, a little kid, I just can't even imagine what my dad felt like being in his shoes, trying to provide for his family um and you know but I didn't know that I was poor I didn't know I was poor until I went to school and everybody made fun of me you know right (laughs) Um, but you know my dad died when I was 11 and uh but during before that he had taught me you know three chords three chords and I say with the capo I can play anything that's in my Carolina song but um you know I, I I I really turned to music so much as a, a healer um it was the music was always there for me when growing up and being in high school you know I was not popular I didn't have any friends I would get my lunch and I would go into the gym and eat by myself mm-hmm. and you know but I was in chorus and one day my chorus teacher um she let me sing a solo like to audition and she picked me and it was a Lori Morgan song and I got to sing it and perform with a live band when I was in 10th grade. Wow. And oh my gosh, then and there in that moment, I was like, this is what my daddy was talking about. I love this. I love being on the stage. I love the feeling that I got. And I don't know if it's because I was you know, with my childhood the way it was, and then my daddy being gone, and, you know, not really having any friends, and not 
being accepted in school because I mean I never fit in I mean I wasn't the cheerleader I wasn't I didn't do good in grades you know school-wise I, right. so I didn't fit in there you know I, I wasn't athletic because my mom and dad couldn't afford to put me in anything which I probably wouldn't have done good anyway but um you know so you know I never I never fed fit in but I did fit in when I got on that stage mm-hmm. Absolutely. that's where that's where I, I belong and so that's how it got started and 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 of course it went further you know I put it down for a little bit and of course you know you get into relationships and marriages and you know and I've, I've had my fair share of that and people telling me you know you're not good enough you're just a dreamer oh you're nobody you can't be a mom and a singer or you can't be a wife and a singer and um you know or you can't write us I don't know why you're chasing these dreams for are you trying to get attention I mean they would just put so much negativity on me yeah uh, that I was like I was doing something wrong you know and um and I fought with that most of my life up until several years ago and uh but you know I was in cover bands, um, and I would get so far, I mean, for years, you know, I played the circuits, and, you know, I started off, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, there's this girl in a cover band, you know, because there wasn't a lot around here, you know, Yeah. and um, so you had all your your alpha bands, you know, Mm -hmm. all the guys that was in these bands, like, look, you know, kind of marking their territory, like, you know, who's this chick coming with these, you know, in her 20s with these, you know, cover band, you know, but Hey, I earned the respect and I played my heart out and um, I was soon playing the same venues as they were and getting paid just as much. Right. And um, <laughs> and it really irritated them. I could tell they oh, irritated yeah. them. And even to this day, there's so there's several artists that were in the bands back in the day that are still my friends today and they admire what I have done and what I've come through and what I have accomplished. And then you've got some of them that still, they just will not, it would, it would drive them crazy to say, Oh, I'm proud of you later. Yeah. It's it's that one and done of, you know, they, they don't, you can just tell it's like Mm -hmm. they, they have to have mad respect for you in some way, but also it kills them internally. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because, you know, I, I did come, you know, in, in, in the bands, I was in two bands, um, and the two bands I was in, you know, I had to fight. Now, I love all different kinds of genres of music. I do, and I've sang them all. I mean, dear gosh, I have done everything from Prince to Led Zeppelin to, to gosh, Anna James to, uh, you know, but I always had a fight to sing country, yeah. you know, Uh you you do a you know play in a bar and back then you know gosh if you wasn't playing something that people can actually get up and dance to you know they didn't want to hear country right you know and I I had to fight for the couple songs that I got to do right so you know it has it was really amazing when um you know fast forward to just three and a half years ago um and actually a little bit before that um I'll back up a little bit further you know was talking about relationships and getting out of it and um, but I, it never goes away. And so, um, in my last marriage, um, you know, I had ended up quitting mm-hmm. because, um, uh, I was told, you know, that you know, once I was already there, it was like, oh, well, I don't want you to, to be that no more. I don't want you to, I, I can't handle you being in a band. I can't handle you singing. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, of course I, I quit, but then I, I started doing videos from home. Mm-hmm. Now, this was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, gosh, probably about three, three or four years before COVID. And I started, I found a way to be able to sing these my, these songs that people started requesting. And I started posting them. Yeah. Okay. So people started like requesting songs. I'm like, oh. And then I had all this memorabilia from back in my band days, as I call it. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to start a little page and just kind of have everything together. Yeah. You know, all of my pictures, all of my, all the stuff that I've worked so hard, you know, back in the past, the fight to, to have. Yeah. I'm going to put it on this page. Well, I started doing that. And, you know, people started coming around and they started following me. And I, I, I wouldn't even play it. I was doing it from my living room. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, but I started making these connections. And the first Josie Award I won, it was literally 
without even living like I was everything was based on what I had posted as far as my videos there was no I had not been able to you know I didn't have a band I didn't I didn't have an even original song at that time right and I won vocalist of the year for multi-genre well you know that right there and this was during COVID and of course you know everybody was singing from their living rooms then so it kind of I was kind of on the same playing field as everybody right you know, it kind of brought it even. And, um, but once I won that, I was like, you know, I, I'm just, you know, maybe, maybe all these people are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a pat on the back and a bad girl, you know? Yeah. And, and so I started just pouring my heart into writing songs. And, uh, I mean, you, I mean, just in these last three and a half years, it's been insane. Well, and you know, here's what I love. You talk about the fact, okay. And, and it's funny, I'm actually looking at a sign right now in, in my studio that says dreamer. Yes. And, you know, you talked about how that's what people called you as a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, I don't know if you, if you have done this, I would, I would probably beg to differ that you have. And you're able to look back at all the years you were in the cover bands, you know, years prior to COVID. I mean, you were ahead of the curve before COVID hit. So, I mean, you had a jump on all of us, right? And, you know, it's amazing that people called you a dreamer and they tried to put that out as a negative connotation because to me, that's what this podcast is all about, be a dream catcher. So in order to do that, you have to be a dreamer. And Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness, look at where those dreams have led you. I'm sitting here looking, you know, uh, obviously I'm just totally being nosy on all your social media. And, (laughs) you know, I'm like, you've been on WSM Circle Access, you know, the TV coffee show and, uh, (laughs) you know, Country and Cody, like with Bill Cody, Fox Rock Review. I'm sitting here going, these are major, like, folks, you have to understand this. So as an independent artist, Lee, Lee and I both understand this, okay? Yes. Those opportunities do not come easy to independent artists because now the way in which Nashville works, you have to be part of the machine, meaning you have to be a part of a major label in order to even get an invitation. So exactly. the fact that you have been on these shows, you've had the opportunity to work with the artist, you know, that you have. And folks, I'm just not going to tell you, you're going to have to go look at her website because <laughs> now we're just going to go there. And, you know, hopefully we, we've we've encouraged you enough to go look and see what all Lee has done. And I mean, you know, I love this. This is what I love about this job is there's so many connections. And I used to think Nashville was a bubble that only certain people could get into. Okay. And in a way I was right, but also in a way I realized it is a bubble, but when you are part of the bubble or in the bubble, it's a very tight knit community, whether you're independent or whether you are, you know, Lainey Wilson, Luke Combs. I mean, it is a tight knit community. Yes. And, you know, that's one thing that, that just absolutely astounds me about this career. And people ask me, you know, I love how everyone thinks there's only one way to find success in this business, and there's not. Oh, um, there's so many. Right. There's so many. And, and there's, not a, there's not a thing that you can actually just say, hey, this is how right. it goes. It, I think it all boils down to the, the, the person, the, the circumstances, yep. the, the, the drive, the, the not giving up, the, the, the surrounding yourself with really good, genuine people. That yes. is the main yes um you know but it it is hard and you're going to get people that are going to be looking at you going well and 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 perfect example you know I don't know if you knew um that I called him Papa Jay but it was Papa uh, Papa Jay Jackson Mm -hmm. okay yes I love Jay he was the best he literally from the moment I met him um, he was really good friends with my husband before my, me and my husband met, and he took me in as part of like the family from day one, and just always was so encouraging. And he would he would look at me every time I'd come, and we would gosh, I'd either be over at their house or we got to eat, and he would look at me. He'd be like, you know, people are coming up to me. I mean, these are I won't name no names, but they were you know big big time people mm-hmm. you know 
well, do you know this Lee Newton? Mm-hmm. How's she doing what she's doing? Yep. <laughs> and, and, and Papa J would be like, I don't know. She's working really hard, you know, but cause he knew my drive and he knows that I just go after whatever, but it was, it made me kind of snicker and laugh. Cause I'm like, they're mm-hmm. coming to him asking, you know, like, well, man, was you know what, yeah. what she doing? <laughs> yes. you know, and because it, it, it's fallen down to, I think when, when I talk to people, they, they believed in me. They believe right. in my story. They, you know, it, it to me, it's not about if you want to quote unquote, making it as some people want to do. It's about, it's just about getting to do what I love to do. And, and it was about being on that stage of the Opry and, yeah. um, you know, fulfilling that dream that I had for my dad. That was the main thing. Cause you know, I mean, my dad used to set me up on that wooden coffee table when I was a little girl and, and he'd be like, you know, Brenda Lee, you're going to be on that stage of the Opry, you know, and I'm going to be in the front row watching. And he believed in me yes. and he encouraged me to dream. And my mom did too. You know, I know she, well, she had her highs and her lows and, but you know, on those days where she was feeling good and, you know, and we had our moments and, and she, back in school i mean she in her in her yearbook you'll love this because underneath her her yearbook picture it says dreamer of dreams oh i love it oh i got chills and so (laughs) and so on my my uh, guitar strap i have my daddy's cab driver's badge Mm -hmm. and i have of course north carolina Mm-hmm. Carolina girl yeah and on the back of it I have dreamer of dreams and then I have the positive and the time sign for positive times ahead yes absolutely you know? yes girl and nobody will ever wash my dreams I will always be a dreamer I love being a dreamer and um and that was one of the songs in the first album uh, of undamaged it was called I want it all and the very first line is well, you call me a dreamer. Oh, well, that'll never change. You try to knock me down, but it only fuels my flames. <laughs> right. I love it. And, and you know, that's what I love. That And, and folks, this is what this is about, is being 100% you regardless of what other people say. And, yeah. you know... And, 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 and we can talk about, you know, the fact that most people don't have a good, healthy home life. Um, you know, you mentioned your mother was a recovering alcoholic and, yep. you know, kind of tough times growing up reminds yep. you, you know, it, it's it's just it, it goes to show you you don't have to have, you know, the multimillion dollars out the ba- out the gate. You know, just good old hard work and determination will get you where you want to go. Exactly. And just and, and not being afraid to put yourself out there. Right. You know, I, the people that I have, you know, OK, perfect example. You know, you was mentioning, you know, when I did the because on Unleashed album, you know, I had already uh, done Undamaged, and I won EP Album of the Year for that one, mm-hmm. okay? So every stepping stone gave me something else, and everybody, you know, I do everything on my own, but I don't, because every single person that I come in contact with, every little victory, every little triumph, makes something else wonderful happen, yes. and, and so... You know, it, it took a, a, an army to, you know, to, to do it, you know, um, but it's been, every time something happens, I, you know, I always look for the next opportunity or what to do. But on the Unleashed album, the only cover that's on there is the cover of Merle Haggard's song, which is Working Working Man Blues, but we did yeah. Working Girl Blues. And of course, Miss Leona Williams, who was married to Merle. Uh, which is kind of like my my bonus mom now. She'll call me at night, and I just I just love her so much. Um, but then she'd never heard of me, and uh, I I was like, okay, I'm gonna do Working Girl Blues, mm-hmm. and my husband had turned me on to her music, yeah. and I just fell in love with her. And um, she gives me goosies. I just love her voice. I love her story. I love everything about her. And so I was like, well, I, I'm gonna reach out to her. So I, I wrote her a message and asked her if she would be on the song with me and of course I mean she said yes I will I love and it. and then you know I was like you know my, my producer reached out to Pam Tillis and I'm like oh my god like pitch you like, oh my god <laughs> I was driving cash to school and I'm like I can't even believe that Pam Tillis has got like my 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 work tape of working girl blues right now and and, and, and what was crazy the time I got back home 
my producer called me and he was like, believe. You're not going to believe this. He said, I'm not meaning nothing against you. He said, but I just thought that it would take her a little longer. But she said, within 30 minutes, Pam called and says, I'm in. I love her voice. Oh, and I then, love it. I love oh it. My, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was freaking out. I mean, you talking about, like, I just, that's when I was like, I just can't even believe this is even happening right now. I mean, um, but then it's just like from that moment on, it's like so many other great things just kept on falling in my lap and just, you know, but I, you know, it comes back around. I think if you do people right and you're good and you're genuine and you got a true, pure heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yes. people see that. Yes. They really do. Um, and, you know, and, and, and I try my best um, to pay it forward to so many artists that I know that I know that I can feel that they are genuine in what they do. And that's what I love to see. Yes. I love seeing artists that are doing it because of the right reasons. Yeah. And, you know? and it's, it's amazing to, um, you know, I think COVID year actually shed some light on independent artists in, in such a way that, you know, no, no, no hits to the major labels or any of the major artists, <laughs> but people started to find out just how really good other people were. Exactly. And like I said, it brought everybody to the same playing level. Yes. You know, if yes. everybody was in their living room and it's kind of like where people not saying, you know, that they were not good on the stage stuff, but you know, when you get everything stripped down mm-hmm. and you're just you with the guitar, or just you and music and you're, you're just recording in a living room. Yep. You're going to see a lot of talent and it's going to be like, wow, or it's going to be like, oh, well, I don't, you know, it, it, it go either way. Right. And you said, I mean, it brought out so many artists. Um, and I love the fact, you know, that they, you know, in today's time, there's so much technology yes. to, to be all of these different platforms that so many people can use um to get their music out and you know a lot of these artists that are doing it without the labels a lot of people that have been on labels yep you know that are and they're big time name people they're independent now mm-hmm. you know and they're killing it they're doing you know they're and you know and it is hard to do that you know you i know you probably the same way as me you know I know I do all my graphics. I do all of my CD covers. I do all yes, of my girl. Pictures. We do I all the feel... printing. <laughs> we yes, do all this the yes. CD burning. The yes, you everything. know everything, yes. and and it does. It takes such an investment, and and that's what you know. We recently in the last year started a work based learning program with my company, and actually started bringing in students who are interested in this field. And I'm like, okay, you're going to get the real knit and grit of it. It's not all, it's all, it's not all the glitz and glam for the maybe two hours you have on the set. I mean, it's, it is rough and tough work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when it's, you know, my favorite part of all of which I love being a part of the whole creative process. I'm the one that, you know, my videos, the Carolina Rain video, yeah. you know, I'm the one that produced and done all of that. You know, I'm, I, I, I have my vision of what I want my videos to be and I know how to edit them and I put them together and I'm like, because there you know, there's so many people that charge so much money oh, and yeah. with being an artist, I mean, gosh, it's hard enough to come up with the money to record, you right. know, because you want top-notch recording recordings out there. Yeah. And um, but my favorite part, I love to write, and I love seeing a song when you first write it and you record it, you know, with your little cell phone with a guitar, you know, and you're playing it, and see how it turns when you get to the studio. Oh yeah. And then the magic, and then getting that song back, it's like, and then you get to see how. It, everybody reacts to it and you know relates to it and it's just that's just such a beautiful process to me absolutely i agree 1000% it is so amazing to see what i call breath 
get yes. breathed into the song. You know, you've got this idea yeah. of what you're wanting, but then you see that breath just, I mean, mm-hmm. like a whole new life uh, come into the song. And, and I always yeah. say a song actually has three stories. Um, you have the story of the artist, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have the story of the lyrics, and then you have the story of the music. And yes. And that to me is just something that is so, so special. And, you know, just listening to your stuff, your your music has every aspect of that. And, you know, it's it's funny. Everyone kind of jokes about, OK, well, the oldies music. OK, well, that being, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s era. And I'm like, guys, yeah. we're like 90s and you know, 2000s is getting old school now. And I'm like, no, I know. <laughs> I'm like, like, hello. I'm like, um, I hate to tell you that old school music is what has stuck around. And here's why, you know. Exactly. And so I just yep. love the fact that you are so unapologetically you. You go after what you yep. see. You have the vision. You chase it. And you've got some great people in your corner. I mean, you've got Kent Wells working with you, one of the best producers that's around. <laughs> And he is so awesome. Dolly I mean, Dolly Parton's producer. Yes. I mean, oh my lord! Yes. And Jay Fowler, who was her her road manager, or tour manager forever. He's played with, I mean, Lori Morgan like yeah. a lot back in the day when she was. I mean, literally during the moment when she was on her the big rise, you know. Yeah. Um, and it just, I mean, he is, and of course he plays with the Artemis Paul band. Um. But he is just such a, a talent, and Kent Wells, oh my gosh, you know, this is the first album um, that I have done with him, Yeah. and it, it was a big switch for me because all my others have been done with Bill McDermott uh, from Omni Sound, and he is truly amazing. I mean, dear gosh, I mean, the albums that I have, is is uh, I'm so proud of them, um, but I did want to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Um, for this, not that, that I wanted to stray away from my roots of what my music is, but I did need that extra. Just okay, yelly. No, no, yeah. you need to go up a little bit. You got that. You can do that. You know, because I mean, I'm, you know, I was kind of like playing it a little safe, you know. Yeah. And he's like, no. I said, are you sure I can do it? And that key. Oh no, I, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Need that <laughs> extra like, little okay. kick, a little extra kick in the booty. Like, yes, you can do this. And, yeah. you know, all of that great stuff. I totally just dropped my mouse, but that is okay. That is the fun things <laughs> of having the studio in disarray is you drop everything. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a, the behind the scenes studio today is a little cluttered. <laughs> well, I've got a pizza box in front of me and, and I'm having like a, a uh, one of those days where I have just done nothing but um, tons of work, but it's not been yeah. physical. It's been like mental and, mental. and on my computer and stuff. But, um, yes. but you know, this this new album is just going to be, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited for one because, you know, I had my Unleashed album, um, it, you know, and it won album of the year at yeah. the Josie's two years ago. And then, um, so then I did my gospel album, which of course you you see all the people I had. Oh on yes, it, girl. Yes. Hello. Is, yeah. <laughs> and on that album, you know, I had Bill McDermott. He produced half of it, and Larry Strickland produced oh. the other. So yeah, I had both of them as my producers. Okay. okay. And yeah. So, and I don't know if you know this, but the one original song that's on my gospel album. It's the only one besides Cash singing. Um, and I know Cash ends it with Jesus loves me. And um, but I I wrote a song called Change the Ending. Mm-hmm. And there's a video for it, but I wrote it right after Naomi passed. Yes. And it literally because they were such huge idols for me. It was Lori Morgan and the Judds. Those oh, two were like my, my biggest ones growing up. And and so it just it, it what it did is it broke my heart and then it broke my heart even more um to know that i mean because you look at somebody from the outside and you think oh my gosh why would they be you know depressed or have anything i mean they got it all you yeah. know and and that's the thing with mental illness you just you never know no you don't know and it's such a thing with you know something that gets inside of your mind and you, you and some people can't shake it right. i think we've all at that point, and that's the whole thing with this song, you know, it's called Change the Ending. 
you know, mm-hmm. God, I can't can't go and change the beginning, but will you please change the ending? Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, it's, and I wanted the video to be, um, to reflect not anybody with any, you know, alcohol or drugs or anything like that. I really wanted it to portray someone who appears to be fine and appears to have everything, yeah. but be fighting so, something so hard inside and you know I don't know if you ever watched the video but I shot it and half of it well half of it was at Papa Jay's house and the other half was at Naomi's house oh Uh, and it was just a very special song um but like I said it it came from you know Naomi but you know I pulled a lot from going back to my childhood and my mom because my mom did the same thing I mean she would go in the room for days upon you know and I mean the house would just get crazy and here I'm like a little girl with nobody around you know and um, so yeah that song right there but it has um it's helped so many people I mean when I get I had gotten a um after I wrote it I wrote it I literally had still my hair was still wet no makeup on I mean i Gosh, I looked horrible, and I, <laughs> I I hurried up and filmed this photo where I had it. You know, I did just the acoustic version, and something told me post that. Yeah, post it that night. You know, and and I did. You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and post it. Oh, I don't care if anybody can see if I ain't got no makeup on or not. Um, but the next morning when I woke up, I had a lady send me a message, and she said, Lee, she said you saved my life. Oh she my said, not, she said, I was in a really bad place. And she said, I come across your song on my news feed. And she said, I just sat there and cried. And she said, you literally saved me from doing something that I I, I was thinking about doing. Mm. And I'm telling you, that's the power of God, that's the power of a song. Ooh, and I feel like those are the gift songs that yeah. he gives me. And that's my mission to get them out there. You know, strength of a woman, the same thing. It's just, um, yeah, that that's what being an artist and, 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 and doing what I do right now. That's, that's my mission, I uh, guess. That's, ooh. you know, <laughs> girl, I'm okay, but I'm not okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. We're okay. <laughs> we're all okay. I may or may not be crying. We're okay, folks. We're good. I'm back. We're good. good. We're good. Woo! Mercy. Oh, those are, feel, those are the stories right there. Yeah. And I get those a lot. And that's why I was telling uh, the guy yesterday, I said, sometimes I feel like I'm the guy in Green Mile yes. where I have taken so much of the, you know, all the stories that people tell me and videos that they see me. I mean, I have women sending me videos of, you know, them going through cancer and the hairs and the, they cut their hair and it's in the sink and, you know, and going through surgeries or, or I mean, yeah. women that have been abused, you know, cause I wrote strength of a woman coming from, you know, my last marriage where literally I, after six years of abuse, I, I had to flee with my little boy who was four at the time. And I had to run barefooted and run away from everything I had. Oh and basically gosh. I, of homeless. I mean, I had to run through briars to get to a phone and, and get to help. And um, this little lady took me in cash in for a couple weeks. And then God made a way for me to be able to get this little house. Um, and it was a little 400 square foot home. And I mean, didn't even have a kitchen drawer. I had one little bedroom and I made that cash's bedroom. And I slept on the couch, you know, for three years. And, you know, but during that time, that's when Lee Newton was born. That's where I found out who Lee Newton was as a person, as an artist. I, you know, I was at my very lowest and God, what I thought was my whole world being torn apart. Mm-hmm. God had this beautiful life waiting for me and I had to step out on this mustard seed thinking, okay, I, I'm putting it in your hand, you know, yep. I'm, I'm so I don't have anything, God. I've I've walked away from everything. Well, ran away from everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, he's 
me and Cash never wanted for anything from that moment on. I mean, that's when all the songs started coming. God would make a way for me to go record. He started putting all these amazing people in my life. Um, and he sent me my husband now, who is like my Prince Charming. And he is an artist too. And we sing, you know, together and we're, you know, we're separate artists and he gets it. And he, he wants me to shine and he, he doesn't hold me back and he loves that I'm a dreamer. You I know? love it. So, I love so it. Ah, we're going to have to have a segment. And when I create my next, co- you know, my next podcast, you know, dream catcher couples, that's what we're going to talk about. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Be like, we, we have a whole new spinoff now. Thanks to this. Yeah. Like there's a yeah. whole new spinoff episode and podcast now. Thanks to Lee Newton. You know, this episode is now brought to you by Lee Newton official.com. Make sure you know, I'm gonna have to endorse you on it and do it that way and be like believe in love be a dreamer and believe in love because it does happen you know I mean like and he had lost his wife of of, of brain cancer and he took over for three uh three months um it was right after she had her her surgery and um he took care of her and held her while she took her last breath and God and we feel like, you know, not only God, but we feel like Angelia had a part in him finding me. We were not friends. We were six hours apart. Oh, my gosh. Um, and came across, you know, uh, a comment that I had made on a mutual friends post. And then he heard my song, Strength of a Woman. Yeah. And um, and so I just believe in, you know, sometimes we think, oh, gosh, my last messed up or oh my gosh this is happening you but god has he has a way of rerouting you and getting you to where you need to be you know it's it is so amazing that and again we we kind of joked at the beginning how how this has kind of been a process of us getting together for this interview yes um But God's timing is so perfect and pretty much everything that you have covered um, today and especially just that in itself has been so realistic for not just myself, but for other people that I'm, I'm aware of. And it's amazing. I actually just told a friend of mine the other day, we were talking about the goodness of God and the good and the bad times and talking about what he will remove from your life to make it better, um, what he will place in your life to make it better. And then the the best part that I love is him giving you the choice to say, I'm giving every bit of this to you because when you make that choice and you truly surrender, and, and when I'm, I'm, I'm going to preach here for just yeah. a minute, I when, love it. when you truly surrender every kingdom, whether that's a good thing, a bad thing, um, you know, uh, an addiction, a, you know, um, yeah. the, the, you know, there's, there's kingdoms that we build both good and bad. Yeah. Um, when you give him every bit of that, the amount of power, the amount of um, peace, and mm-hmm. the amount of joy and love and happiness that enters your life at that moment is yes. it's unspeakable. It really is. It I can't put it into words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and it's that's it. That's when you when you give it all to him. There's the, the the what you feel in return. There's no words to describe it. Yeah. But you know, and I know when I go out, I don't care if I'm in an interview. I don't care if I'm in the middle of a, wherever. You know, I will tell my testimony, and I I thank God. Yep. I give Him all the glory. I do. Um, I would be absolutely nothing without Him. He, you know, he, he gives us all gifts, Yes, you know, um, different types of gifts, mm-hmm. you know, and if your gift is just even saying a kind word to a stranger walking down the street, that might change that person's life. I mean, that, yes. that's what you're meant for, for that moment. You know, I don't know what kind but he, you have, everybody has their own gifts. And I feel like, you know, he gives us these gifts 
to tell our testimony, what maybe even, even stuff that we've went through in our past, you know, yes, the girl. so much, but I feel like, you know, it, it molded me who I am today. I don't step back and go poor pitiful me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, okay, I've went through this for a reason. You know, God knew that I was strong enough to go through what I've went through. Yeah. And now I can write songs and put really bare my heart, you know, um, my one song, all that's left, you know, all my songs, are, you know, tell my story, you know, and all that's left is, you know, it's talking about, you know, all that's left and you and me as a blue eyed boy with your last name yep. and, you know, be the man, you know, that all these songs, it's just like, I, I literally have to put it. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I putting too much? But I have to, you have, to, have to, to tell the story properly. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. And, and, um, but in return, I have so many people like you are writing my life. This is what I've went through, you know, because some people feel those feelings or go through that, but they don't have the words to, to, to put it to there. Comfort. Yeah. And, yeah. And listen and be like, and it be a comfort. They just don't know how to, to convey that message. And, um, that's one thing, you know, with, with writing, not only is it therapeutic and healing for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, when I do get it out there and, and, and get those, those messages back, it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it's, that's what it's that's all what about. It's and yeah. So this, this new album I'm excited about, you know, I, I, I know my others have been, and I still have those type of songs too, because I've, you know, I have went through a lot, so I have a lot to write about, but you know, that is a phase in my life and a period in my life. And now, you know, I'm in a, a different part of my life, you know, and um, I want to, you know, just keep on telling stories and, um, you know, just keep telling my, my testimony, but it's not who I am. There's so much more. Absolutely. Well, speaking of so much more, I cannot believe we have already been in this conversation for 48 minutes and counting. What? And, uh, yes, girl, we have way <laughs> overshot the half hour, but this is what I love. And and here's the great thing. I've not held to stipulations because guess what? I'm the producer. So what I say goes. So, <laughs> so I'm like, we cannot just stop where we are. There's no way that we could just keep. Uh, you, no, we didn't get to the really good stuff till there towards the end. And I'm like, okay, now I we're getting to the stuff. I'm like, let's go. Um, before we sign off, uh, please tell everyone how they can find you on, you know, social media, your website, and tell us uh, about some new tour dates that are coming up. Yes. Okay. So, um, everybody can find me at Lee Newton, uh, official.com. Um, and, uh, I, that has all my socials on it, but if you just type in Lee Newton music or Lee Newton, um, I'm very active. Um, I've been trying to build my Twitter up a little bit more, but, um, you know, I'm a lot on Facebook and of course, Instagram and stuff, but, um, yeah, so, um, I'm on all of those, uh, TikTok, um, and also, um, I'll be having the culture. I've got several, I, I'm getting ready to updo or not updo, but, um, Oh my gosh, I had a blank. That's okay. That happens to upload me a lot. I upload all of my dates to the calendar. There you go. <laughs> Whatever that word is, I'm, I'm you know, it's a Carolina yeah. one. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so, but I've got several dates that's coming up. Um, I'm going to be going to Florida. Um, in, gosh, I think it's going to be in April 21st, and I'll be doing a songwriters thing with the Southern gentleman um, down there. And I just absolutely am so excited. There's so many other artists that's going to be down there. South Paul's going to be down there, Becca Bowen, uh-huh. um, and many, many more. And um, I'm just really excited to be a part of that. And also ne- next month, I'll be um, performing two songs at the Tennessee Songwriters Association, um, uh, the awards there. And they're actually presenting tony brown and i know you know who he is yes yes um, with the lifetime achievement award so that's going to be amazing getting to perform two songs there um i do have several other dates coming up with lucas oil going to missouri like i said i'm going to add all those to my website um and i do have 
a, a huge one that I cannot announce till after <laughs> April. No, I'm telling you, suspense. I am so excited about getting to open for this woman. I'll put it this woman. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about this one. So after April 20th, be on the lookout for um, the big show that's getting ready to happen. I cannot wait. I, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Great. Now I can't I'm on... give no hints or it will give it away. I know. <laughs> I'm on pins and needles now. Great. Now I'm going to be counting down to Talladega weekend just so that way I can remember that, okay, Lee has an important announcement coming out that day. April so. 20th. Because um, um, yeah, apparently, like the, the, everything's already been signed off and the contracts have been done, but this person has a um, a, a, a show that is close to where the other one's going to be, and not you know too far. And you know, yes. there's a few months there, but they they just want to wait. So I'm like, oh man, I don't blame I you. Doubt it. You I know, don't blame them. Cool. Yes. Well, we will be on the lookout for that. And Lee, thank you so so much for taking time today to join us on the podcast. We are going to have to do a follow up. Uh, you know, probably later in the year because we're going to have to know how this big show goes, and um, we're going to know how everything's going with the with the deal what we may have to do is is we've got some pretty big things coming up with the podcast um we actually may be taking the podcast uh to video um and actually doing that um hopefully starting this spring fingers crossed so you may be getting a call from me to come up to nash vegas and say hey we need to pre-record some episodes and um i I need you there (laughs) hey we'll call Kay ship up have her come in from st louis yes um, <laughs> we can record her. a project while we're there because I also have a new album that'll be going in as well. So we might just have to make a girls weekend recording session out of it. I think that might be a great idea. I can see it now. Yes, yeah, I'm in. Yes, girl, <laughs> let's do it. Nashville will not be the same. <laughs> no, it will not. Hey, it was it was bad enough when me and K-Ship went and had our weekend. Um, my husband got us this little condo and we had it for the whole weekend. And oh my gosh, we had... We laughed, we cried, we just had the best time. We were TikToking and dancing and doing all kinds of stuff. But, I love um, it. I love yeah. it. Oh my we're gosh. Planet. We're going to plan it. We're going to plan it. It's going to happen. And folks, make sure you plan to tune in to uh, the next episode of the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast, but also make sure you tune in to Lee Newton's uh, social media pages. Get ready for that big announcement on April 20th. We are so excited for her. And folks, that's going to wrap up today's podcast episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure you saddle on up and head on down the trail so you can join us on next month's episode of the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. We'll catch you down the trail. Oh, 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 oh,